welcome to Mind Witchery. I'm your host, Natalie Miller, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, my friend. So I have for you today an episode about the new moon in Gemini. And this will include, as always, a couple of themes that this lunation brings up for me. It'll include a couple of self-reflection questions that are inspired by these themes. And, you know, a little astro education. I like to tell you where these ideas are coming from or what's inspiring these inquiries. And yeah, so all centered around the new moon in Gemini, which is happening very late in the evening on June 17th in most of the United States, just after midnight on the 18th on the East Coast, and then on the 18th, like everywhere else. All right, so Gemini. Gemini is the sign of mutable air, air element. And so with air, we think about communications, we think about thoughts, we think about curiosity, we think about ideation, like having ideas. Air is, above all else, associated with the mental plane. So communication, ideas, ideals, that kind of thing. Gemini is mutable air. So signs can be cardinal, fixed, or mutable. And the mutable air sign is extremely curious and exploratory. Like mutable signs are always interested, the way I've learned them, in like, what else is there? And in the case of Gemini, what else do I need to know? What other ideas and ideals could I try on? I have several beloveds who are Geminis, and I love to say that Geminis are at least two people, (laughs) right? The symbol for Gemini is the twins. And I do find that in my friends with prominent Gemini placements, and so that could be you are a Gemini, meaning your son is in Gemini, or it could mean that you have lots of other things going on in the sign of Gemini. But Gemini is definitely like that multiplex identity I'm always talking about, right? That Whitmanian, I contain multitudes. And yes, Whitman was a Gemini. Like, you will definitely get that expressed in a person with a lot of strong Gemini energy. So Gemini in this day and age is often also associated with socializing, right? Because how do we get to get new ways of seeing things? How do we get to try on new perspectives and new identities? Well, we meet other people who have them. (laughs) So it's through socializing that we get to find other ways of being and other ways of thinking, and we get to really exercise that curiosity and 
try on different identities. So you might think for a moment where you socialize. And that will, of course, be different for everyone. Some people socialize on social media. Like that is actually a site of being social. For other people, it's in your neighborhood, at your pool, at your church, in your book club, right? So kind of thinking about some of those circles of socialization that you bodily encounter in your life. For other people, socialization happens a lot at work or through work, maybe in networking places, so professional groups, maybe through school or someplace where you're learning. Yeah. So I would say that Gemini is kind of associated with all of those sites of of socializing. And of course, where we are socializing, there is also socialization. (laughs) Yeah. So that I think is what this new moon is for me prompting us to take a look at. What are our sites of socializing and of socialization? Which are the ones we want to keep and maybe even invest ourselves more fully into? And which are the ones that we kind of know what's there and we maybe even know it's not for us? Yeah. So here's the first question that I see with this new moon. What are the social connections you have that are energizing? Which ones are exciting, are, I'm getting like, I don't know, sparkling water vibes, right? Like which ones are sparkly and sparky? Which ones bring things up for you? Which things are enlivening? Where is there more to learn, more to explore? Where are you vibing? Yeah, so where are the places that that's happening for you? And again, it could be like at the pool or in my local plant mother community, or it could be, and I'm really feeling that these days in this particular social network or in that particular work project, right? So just think for a moment, which are the ones that are really energizing? Like, where is there more for you? More for you to explore, more for you to discover. And the other side of that coin, which social connections are flat. And now I'm kind of thinking of like, you know, when soda or sparkling water has been sitting out for a long time and it still has that like taste that once upon a time it was carbonated and now it's just really not anymore, (laughs) you know? Which are the social connections that are now flat for you. I have a feeling that 
you will know right away, like something is going to flash up right away. And I also think there's probably a 50-50 chance that you'll be like, oh, no, I don't want to deal with that, right? Which is, I get it. I have that too. I have that too. But um, you know, you know what is no longer so alive for you. You know where there isn't really more for you to discover, where it's just like, okay, yeah, I know this place, right? I find for me, sometimes this can manifest in a relationship where it seems like we just have the same conversation again and again. And it's like, oh God, I'm, I'm really sick of having this conversation, right? Now, sometimes there's totally potential to spark another conversation in that relationship. That is doable. But other times it's like maybe you've grown out of that way of relating or you are growing out of that way of relating and the other person either hasn't or doesn't want to. And it's like, yeah, this is flat now. There's not life in this for me. Okay. So that's that first question is to just take a moment to really reckon with and be real about which associations, friendships, partnerships, you know, like groups that you fuck with, right? Which ones are sparkly? Which ones are flat? Just acknowledging it. Yeah. Okay. Now, when you're answering that question, I think we're invited in this moon to allow our intuition to have at least as large a voice as our intellect. Yeah. And this is because in this moon, Neptune, planet of intuition, spirituality, and the unseen, right? We can see all the planets through Uranus. I mean, I've never seen Uranus, but it is barely bright enough to be seen with the naked eye. We can see all of those planets. We can't see Neptune. So Neptune is intuition. It's the unseen. It's the felt. And because it is so associated with kind of that hidden feeling, it's got undertow vibes, right? It's got that kind of deep pull is how I think about it. It's like sometimes if you are standing in the ocean and you feel that pull down around your ankles, that's Neptune. It's that deep down tug, that deep pull that's underneath conscious thought. And it's more just like, right? I've been speaking with someone lately, a friend of mine lately, about how this association that we both have, it's a place we met, this association is feeling ick. If there's like a, right? I mean, (laughs) that really, it's, it's almost like you can't even describe it in words because it is so felt rather than like consciously 
identifiable, right? Like I think if we were to describe it, we would mostly sound like, ugh, 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 right? (laughs) That's what it would sound. Those are the non-words we would use to describe what's going on with this association. And so in this moment, Neptune is in Pisces squaring this new moon. And whenever there's a square, I love to think about the two planets pulling up at the same time to a four-way stop. You know, that moment where it's like, who's going first? We both just arrived at the same time. And so there kind of has to be like a negotiation of, all right, well, um, you, no, you, no, you, no, you. Yeah. So if the sun and moon in Gemini are saying, hey, which social associations are sparkly and which ones are flat, right? Neptune in Pisces is saying, feel it. Feel it. Like, like consult the deep dark of yourself, right? Honor the part of you that sees a meeting, let's say, on your calendar and goes, ugh. Or that is getting major eye roll energy when someone brings up something that's already been up or that doesn't matter to you anymore. So that's, I think, the invitation in this moon is like, as you are thinking about what's sparkly and what's flat, really give space and time to attend to just your subconscious reaction. So how might you do this? I think you could look at your calendar. Look at your calendar. Look what's happening already scheduled in the first two weeks of your month and just allowing your eyes to scan through the different appointments. Just notice what the vibe is that comes from those. Which are the ones where you're like, yeah, and which are the ones where you're like, ugh. Or which are in between? I know I'm kind of presenting a binary, like sparkly or flat, yes or no, yay or yuck. But, you know, I'm not into binaries. And so it could be like anywhere in the palette of different kinds of vibes. Yeah. But going through your calendar or even just making a list, like going back to, you know, the beginning of the episode and thinking, yeah, what are my professional associations, my neighborhood associations, like what, who are the people with whom I socialize, making a list and then just allowing yourself to evaluate these from a vibe perspective, like mm, what's the vibe that's associated with this particular place? Yeah. So this feels important not just for this lunation, but always to me, right? As you know, I'm always saying we exist at choice. We get to decide who we're becoming. Everything's always changing and we are always changing. And so with whom do we want to associate? co-create 
collaborate. What are the energies we want more of in our lives? What are the energies we really don't? What are the vibes we want to nurture? And what are the vibes that we would just rather not? What is alive for us? What brings us to life? And what are we done with? This is kind of always important, but in this lunation, I think there's an extra special invitation to do this. One more piece that I'd love to highlight, which is that Saturn is retrograde in Pisces. So Saturn is co-present with Uranus. Saturn is a planet of boundaries and responsibilities and structures. And for me, Saturn in Pisces is saying, okay, what is really worth our precious time? Right? Pisces as the last sign in the zodiac as mutable water. Pisces as the ocean, really, right? Pisces is always here to remind us of the biggest picture. I just thought, you know, ask Pisces, where's the tallest mountain? And Pisces is like under the ocean, way taller than Mount Everest is Mauna Kea under the water, right? Like thinking there is so much more to this life, to this earth than meets your eye. That's Pisces. And so Saturn planet of boundaries and responsibilities engaging with Pisces. Pisces is saying, yeah, yeah, but we have to remember time is so precious. Pisces is like, oh, we have to think in terms of vibe and energy. Like those are really important, the vibes, the values. When we're thinking about our time, we're not just thinking about our calendars. We're thinking about these precious, unpromised moments of consciousness here on Earth, right? That bigger, bigger, bigger picture. So Saturn retrograde in Pisces is reconsidering what is really worth my dedication? What is really worth my time? Where am I dedicating my energy? And I would say with this new moon, to whom? To which people? To which organizations? To which associations? Where am I dedicating my energy? And is that actually aligned with my values? Is that actually aligned with what... I've decided or am deciding is most important to me. So I want to tell you, I'm very walking my talk with this new moon. As you know, this year, I've been partnering with astrologers to talk to you about the new and full moons. And I did have a conversation with an astrologer. Um, This person is really well known 
And I was really excited to have the conversation. And I don't know why. I'm sure it was co-created, but the vibe of the conversation was not the vibe I want to broadcast through this podcast. Like, my body during the conversation was going, ugh, eh, right? There was, like, more predictive astrology. There was kind of this, like, there's a right way to look at this and a wrong way to look at this kind of, like, implication. And it's a conversation that, like, I, I came up after having the conversation, and I was like, wow, I, I didn't like that. That didn't feel good. And ultimately, I decided not to publish it, right? That is Saturn retrograde in Pisces <laughs> saying, no, that is not aligned with my values. That is not aligned with my approach. I don't want to dedicate precious airtime to that conversation. So instead, this month, you have just me. And you know what? I feel really fucking good about that. <laughs> All right. So I know I have been giving you thoughts about the full moon as well. I'll probably do that via email this month. So I'll send a letter at the full moon with reflections for it. And hey, if we are not already pen pals, if you aren't already receiving my Sunday letter, I super mega invite you to come and sign up. Every Sunday morning, I sit in my light and plant-filled living room, and I write you a note. I also tell you about books and skincare and recipes and, I don't know, all sorts of things that are bringing me life. I call them life-enchanting treats, and I, I have those in every newsletter. I talk a little bit about some of the really cool shit that my clients are doing. And yeah, I'd love for you to be a subscriber. And if you'd like to subscribe, just go to my website, nataliekmiller.com, and right there on that front page is a place for you to sign up to get the letter. All right, my love. I am so here for your life and all of your associations to be full of sparkly, sparking, vivacious energy. I am so here for you to make the most of your wild and precious life. And I hope that you will use some of these reflections from this new moon in Gemini episode to orient your own self more and more in that direction. Thank you so much for listening as always and bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Mind Witchery. To catch all the magic I'm offering, please subscribe to the show. Or if you want a little bit of weekly witchiness in your inbox, sign up for my Sunday letter at mindwitchery.com. If today's episode made you think of a friend or loved one, your sister, your neighbor, please tell them about it. We need more magic makers in this troubled world. 
Like all good things, this podcast is co-created by stellar people. Our music is by fabulous DJ, artist, and producer, Shammy D. Our gorgeous art is by the Sorcerers at New Moon Creative. Mind Witchery is produced in conjunction with Particulate Media, K.O. Myers, executive producer. And I am Natalie Miller. Till next time.